0: constructive criticism self-evaluation a baseball to the head and a special announcement from the southern alberta umpire association all on today's hey blue umpire podcast brought to you by yeti coolers let's get into her hey blue we are the baseball umpires podcast for umpires by an umpire we're more than just balls and strikes and outs and safes listen in for tips rule interpretations equipment and attire reviews interviews with umpires of all levels and some funny stories that might come up every time out on the baseball field if you're new to the field as an umpire or a seasoned vet in the world of umpiring then this is the podcast for you hey blue the umpire podcast is part of the 1420 sports bar group of podcasts on the belly up network Alright, the Hey Blue Umpire podcast for umpires by an umpire, brought to you by Yeti's Coolers. Go to Cooler.com and use our personalized link. They'll be up in the show notes and uh, get yourself a Yeti cooler uh, for the, the baseball season that's ahead. Hot days ahead. you got to stay hydrated and keep those beverages warm, whether they be just adult beverages or just uh, some water. But adult beverages, post-game obviously, but go to Yeti Coolers and use our link and uh, save yourself some money and uh, help support the, uh, the Hey Blue podcast and the 1420 podcast in the process anyways uh let's face it umpires out there sometimes umpires can become uh, their biggest fans and sometimes they can become their biggest enemies between the years some of the ones that are biggest fans we discussed them in the past uh welcome to the ump show i think we called that one a few months back but we don't uh, much care for those guys but it's the uh the, the rest of us out there that uh, sometimes we uh we don't have the best of games. We get between our own ears because baseball can become a, a very humbling thing, whether you are a uh, first-year umpire doing it for 20 years, doing it for 30 years, doing it for 10 years. No matter what, baseball can humble you, and it can humble you really quick, and it can be uh, really, really tough to do. And baseball gods will get you 100% of the time. You can't get too high, and you can't get too low, whether you're a player or or an umpire you got to try to keep an even keel between your ears it's it can be really tough to do with all the chirping and everything else that you have out there and you think you're 100 percent prepared for a baseball game to get through innings one through seven or one through nine or one through six whatever you might be doing that game but it can be very tough to get to to keep things going between your ears because you do get a lot of some sometimes things just don't go your way and it can be pretty tough and it's a the thing about umpiring is you you never really lose your skill uh you're you're knowledge never leaves you it's that space between your ears and the confidence that that can leave you in an awful hurry and that can be the Something to to gain back and it can be really a, a tough thing to do because if you one call can snowball into another one and into another one depending on the level of what you have going on and what what you're used to doing and um, depending on the crowd that's watching the game or depending on the parents or depending on the players or depending on the coaches and more so depending on your partner who you're out there or your partners that you may be out there for that game or that tournament or whatever it may be or for the series of games that day your partners can r- really boost you up or they can bring you down even further and that's a tough thing that can happen it's too bad that it does happen throughout the uh, the world of baseball and the world of iron firing because it can it can really affect the, the the day that you have and make maybe make not guys not want to come back anymore because your partners can uh, sometimes really affect things between your ears the way they, they deliver things and uh, the constructive criticism that they're supposed to be giving you uh, sometimes doesn't come across that way and some guys just don't have that that personal skill I guess in a way to, to to say things the right way and to say things okay you screwed this up or instead of saying you screwed this up they said maybe I would have done something differently and here's how I would have approached the situation compared to what you did out there uh, it can be a, a real kicking in the pills sometimes when you, uh, you thought you had a good game or you thought not, you you know you maybe missed a call here or there, but it wasn't too bad. But when you get in the locker room to uh, enjoy your beverage out of the, your Yeti cooler, that sometimes they, the the delivery that your partner can give you doesn't come across quite, quite the right way. It might not be deliberate how they come about saying things, but it just comes comes across. As some people are a little bit harder than others, and some people are a little bit softer than others. And there's rainbows and unicorns flying around the baseball field all the time, and uh, you don't really know uh, what how to take a guy's compliments or how to take a guy's uh, um, thought process and how a game game may have went it's very important that you get the the constructive criticism out the right way to your partners and to your fellow umpires and whether you and it's very important that you say things the right way because it could push umpires away and as we know there there's a uh i don't want to Talk about this quite a bit. I don't want to say there's a shortage of umpires. It's just there's just too many teams and too many games because that's and that's there's all these different leagues popping up and these different teams popping up all over the place. And there's just something that we uh, that we discussed last night at our Alberta Umpire Association meeting that there isn't really a lack of guys. There's just a lot of teams that 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 weren't around a couple of years ago or a couple of weeks ago. But we beat beat that thing to death uh, the, the whole bit. And it's just uh, it's it's where it's how, how you get get across on the game and on the field and getting through those games and getting and getting situations that you may have not got right and how to try to slow things down between your ears when you're out there sometimes it might only be for an hour and a half it could be the longest hour and a half of your life and you don't even you you don't want to be out there from the third pitch on because you got the first two wrong and the coach is already popping off about things and there's certain ways you can address that without looking like a red ass umpire and um, the umpire show guy and there's just things that you can possibly do and become friends with maybe the the catcher or, or, or say something to a batter that can maybe get things a little Bit lighthearted and bring smiles to people's faces uh, that maybe under your breath a little bit and not making a, a scene that everybody, everybody's going to see. Uh, most times during a baseball game at the levels of, of that we do, people who listen to this show, I'm sure I don't have a whole bunch of professional umpires who so have seats in the outfield listening to the Hey Blue podcast. But most of the time, your your back is to the crowd and you're facing forward and nobody can really see your lips moving a whole bunch and just little things that you can do and say that can may, maybe help you out throughout your game and you can talk to your catcher a little bit because your catcher w- will help you out a lot. Your catcher will, will say things appropriately. Your catcher will, will, um, will protect you a little bit uh, to, to the opposing coaches. Cause uh, all coaches are, I don't want to say they're all opponents and enemies cause they're not uh, cause most games they, they go without a hitch, but there are certain things that you can say and do with your catchers on, on both teams that you're doing that day. Like can say, yeah, maybe I missed that one or no, that, that was pretty, pretty close pitch. We'll see what we can do. We we'll see if we can do a little bit better next time that he'll, he'll, relay those situations to the coach and then it'll just be bygones be bygones that'll just go away it it can be very very tough that um between your ears and how you get things going and how you, you can maybe slow things, slow the game down a little bit. Maybe between innings, maybe you don't take a bunch of pitches. And we I, I really uh, expressed this a lot is to make sure that guys take a couple of warm-up pitches, especially to start the game. I, I'm an eight-pitch, like the eight-pitch to start the game is what we do here. Uh, and I take two pitches from either side and then two more and see you later. Uh, and that's how I, I get into the game. I, I normally don't take pitches after that um, between because you know, I'm getting old and everything else. So I don't take a bunch of pitches uh, between innings and warm up pitches, I want to save my legs and I really just don't want to, is the biggest thing. So I'm going to get a glass of water and we'll talk about that in half a second, too. But you, um, there's ways you can maybe take a couple of pitches and see and start tracking the ball a little bit, check your head height, check your timing and the like, and I, I, I don't want to resort to that a lot because he, the, it seems like no matter what, that seems to be the uh, the solution to everybody's problem is head height, timing, and uh, and the like, but there's a lot more to umpiring than head height and timing uh, when you're behind the plate and, and, and getting calls. There's a lot more than angle and distance. There's a lot more to it than that to try to get things right between your ears. It's an easy cop-out, in my opinion, just to say how's my head height how's my timing well there's a lot more to it than just head height and timing because everybody had great timing everybody had great great head height there wouldn't be little there wouldn't be clinics every weekend there wouldn't be situations so for that for that to be brought up a lot can you say your head height was bad yeah, can you say your timing's bad? Yeah, but in general, that doesn't that doesn't make a a, a huge difference in the course of a baseball game. And seeing pitches or 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 or, or calling calling pitches is it important? One hundred percent, it's important. But that doesn't make or break your baseball game, in my opinion. It's a, it's a matter of of having that confidence in yourself, seeing seeing the pitch, and how you can do things. It, is is head height important? A hundred percent. But there's just things that you can do to slow things down and and get yourself breathing a little bit. Maybe it's having that glass of water. Maybe it's having a conversation with your partner. I don't recommend that a whole bunch if you're having a really tough game because it shows a lack of confidence and it shows a lack of, um, of, uh, I don't know the word I'm looking for. A lack of, uh, I don't, you, I think you guys know what word I'm looking for. That To be constantly talking to your partner, it, sh- it just shows a, a lack of something out there that you're not, you don't feel right about yourself. And it can, can really make things tough on on both teams because they're looking at you thinking, man, if these guys are talking this much, what are they talking about? Because then they, they get a lack of confidence in you too. And the chirping might come a bit more. Like um, the, the chirping isn't as bad as it used to be. I, there is some out there. I'm not going to, going to say it's not, but there, it's not nearly as bad as it used to be. Yeah, there's things you. You can do and you, the, that gets said throughout a day but in general it's, it's just uh, more of a uh, coaches and players and parents just yelling for the sake of yelling they don't even know what they're saying half the time so i i try not to get too involved in that um when you like, it's the one thing about having a, a tough game is that you know it's and, and you get between your ears. Sometimes when you you make a bad call, it, it might be better to to maybe talk to a guy after the game and you can try to maybe write it down in your notepad of the situation, uh, what was going on, try to remember the, the whole thing and what was going on, so you can break it down with your partner after the game and say, okay, what did I do wrong? And try not to let those things, if it happens early in the game, try not to let that snowball say it's just one call because you know what? The most important call is the next one. And that's the one you got to get right. If you got that one, if you got one wrong and don't make a makeup call, we've heard of umpires doing that. Makeup calls should never be a thing. Should never uh, come in the vernacular of the, the, the boys in, in black there's or blue, or whatever you're wearing this weekend at your local baseball field. But the makeup call thing, I, I've heard that a lot. Should I make one up? No, you should, you should never have a makeup call. You should have a makeup pitch. You should never you call every pitch like you see it. You call every every outer safe like you see it. And then that's the thing. Having a makeup is probably the worst thing you could possibly do because then w- w- when does it stop? The next makeup call, the next makeup call, the next makeup call. You never want to do that, but uh, having those bad calls early in the game can ruin your day, and there, there's and, and and that's a bad thing that can happen. And you, you you never really get past that sometimes. Some umpires just can't get past that between their ears, and they, they don't realize that there's another call coming in about five seconds that you got to get right, or 10 seconds, or pitch clock, or 20, 20 minutes from now might be at, uh, out at third base. You don't get a call for a while sometimes, but you want to get that next one right. You want to make sure you're in position. You want to slow your breathing down a little bit. And then before the, the pitch is thrown, say where I got to be, what I got to do when the ball's hit here, the ball's hit there, what I need to do to make sure I get the next one right. Keep your eye on the baseball. like We we uh, we talk about it all the time here at Selenberg Umpire Association. Ball and a runner, ball and a runner, ball and a runner. Get back to the basics between your ears and make sure that you're just concentrating on what's going on and, and, and not worry about the outside noise because that, that outside noise, that'll get your confidence uh, even worse and you can make more, more mistakes than you need You start to get, like, I know I can get a little bit chatty, Kathy, a little bit on the field when I uh, get a little bit nervous and actually in life in general, I start, I talk a lot to podcast kind of my living but uh it's i can be a little bit chatty kathy uh during the home plate meetings i guess and that's when i'm a little bit i wouldn't say nervous but i'm i, I got some uh a- anxious moments and some anticipation and some excitement to get out there and that's when i start talking a little bit more whereas a lot of guys they'll start talking too much when they, when they're nervous they're, they're, they're bound to make mistakes and that's never a good thing and the, the coaches can prey on that a little bit and players can pray on that a little bit and parents can pray on that a little bit like like sharks are in the ocean right so it's one thing to Try to show confidence no matter how it's going. But body language is very important. How you how you stand, how you are between innings, how, how your shoulder, how your posture, how your stance is, uh, what you're doing throughout the game, and making sure you go get back to the basics and get in position and keep working hard. And we say say this a lot, uh, it's 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 talked about a lot. Like if you if you're hustling and you're going out there and trying the best and you put yourself in a position to to make the right call and you're doing things the right way, you'll probably get the call right. It's when you start slowing down, feeling sorry for yourself and, and and the like and, and, sulking a little bit that someone maybe gave you, gave you grief or someone didn't like the, the call you made and you start sulking a little bit, then you, your body language can, can show a little bit more and that, that's never a good thing. So your body language is very important as you're on the field, no matter what level you're at, you don't want to be frumpy and, and, and sulking and everything else. Cause people see that in there and they can uh, make, make your day worse. And that's, that's basically the, in general, how it can go. Uh, you, you laugh about bad calls and you like, we all get them. We, we all have bad calls, bad pitches, whatever it may be. Um, uh, It just might sound ridiculous to say, but the uh, maybe the best time to make a bad call might be to end a baseball game. Uh, One team's going to be very upset with you, depending on the score of the game. But sometimes, like near the end of a game, might be better off to make that bad call so it's fresh in your mind, and you can have that conversation with your partner or with somebody that's in the uh, at the ball game afterwards, and you can have that conversation, saying, "Hey, what did I do right? What did I do wrong here?" you're in the dressing room having that conversation uh, that they, they might be uh, ribbing you a little bit and your partners might say, geez, did you blow that one with a smile on your face because we know we're all going to have that call as well that didn't go our way, that we didn't get right. But sometimes that having that conversation near the end of a game when it's fresh in your head, you know the situation because it just happened, that might be something that you can grow on, write down, you can go and re- review tape. we got different games here now in WCBL where they're all in home team live and you can, you can watch how the the, the the plays progress and it's one of those things that you can, you can see and you can build on a little bit it's it's, it's building on your weaknesses and your, your mistakes that that really can make an umpire better on, on a daily basis this is a uh, a thing right throughout throughout the world is uh and throughout society and learning and everything else uh, make new mistakes not the same ones over and over because if you just keep making this, the uh, same mistakes you're, you're not getting any better make new mistakes you're, that means you're getting better and you're, and you're trying to, to get things right and it's just the, the 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 those little things and if if you're distraught over a call and if you, you didn't get it right and And if you feel uh, a little bit down about yourself about, uh, about how the game may have went or how the entire tournament may have went or whatever else. I don't mind that in an umpire because it means that you care and you're trying to get better. We talk about it a lot here on this podcast about uh, we're the only guys who are technically getting paid. I know there's coaches get paid and everything else, but in general, we're the only guys that are out there making a couple of bucks uh, when we're out in these amateur baseball fields. Uh, so when, when you care, that means a lot. And it means you, that you're actually trying it's the guys that, and, and and those are the guys that I'll give the time of day with because like when you're on the field with those Guys, that means that they're trying. Or if you're mentoring those guys, and you, you you can see they're trying, and that you're not wasting your breath talking to these guys. There's guys that that we've all worked with throughout uh, North America. Everybody has a story about that guy where all he cares about is his hamburger and his game fee, and he see you later, and he doesn't really care if he gets calls right or wrong. All, that's all he cares about, and they never get better, and it puts you in a precarious situation when you go out there with those guys onto the field that you know that they're you're half a second away from disaster. I mean, every baseball game is half a second away from disaster, but when these guys who aren't very good and don't care about the game very much, that, that can make it a lot tougher and that, that that's when you realize maybe it's time to uh, to cut ties with these guys and maybe not 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 refuse assignments with guys and maybe have a conversation with your assigner, with your evaluator whoever it may be, saying, you know what, this guy doesn't, like, don't talk behind the back, but just maybe say, like, the last guy I worked with, maybe can you talk with him, he was done not doing things the way that we're, 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 we want things done around here, the way we're trying to do things around here, and then maybe it's a time for a big boy talk with some of these guys, who've been around forever or, or new guys who just aren't getting it or whoever it may be, or maybe a guy just had a bad night that does happen in throughout life. No matter what, you can just have a bad night and things don't go, go your way. And you can, and you you just uh, can't get, you can't get out of your own way and calls just happen on a, on a nightly basis. So it's just a thing that, um, like every umpire on the field every person is, diff- is different so you got to find a way to uh, explain this thing to, to people and you got to find a way to get yourself uh, back in the game because you're out there you can't quit I mean you see these YouTube videos of guys quitting because people yelling at them but I don't, I don't when guys have a bad night they can't just uh, throw out throw up the apron and throw down the, the Indy clicker and see you later and that and that's it and, and we're not coming back into the field because uh, you, you, you don't want to leave your partners hanging so to get out there and, and do your best and get in position that's the most important thing you, you can possibly do and something you owe your partner, and you order the parents, and you older the players because they only get a, a few at bats a game. And they only get a few chances to to make a first impression. You don't know who's in the stands watching. If it's a, there's a scout there, or a, a parent watching, or a grandparent they might be watching for their first or last time. So it's very important that umpires go out there and get the, get out of their own way and get out of the way between their ears and get calls right because it can go sideways quick. And if you're doing things improperly, uh, that can hurt you a lot. One thing that we uh, we had just to hear last night, we had some guys that haven't been doing a whole bunch of three men uh mechanics there's a time the uh memorial game here in Lethbridge where there's a a, a horrible situation I think 11 years ago where two PBA players were uh were murdered on the side of a road there was a fit of uh rage of passion something happened I don't want to get into it a whole bunch but we had the uh the memorial game which we have every year here in Lethbridge and we had two guys that or three guys that haven't done a bunch of three men out in the field and uh we had our, our association meeting last night as we were going through it and then we went we we're watching the game and uh, this is right this is wrong and everything else and the guys in general felt pretty confident about how they did things they did they, they did fairly well to a man there were little odds and ends here's and there's that they didn't get right but that's that's a baseball game so going out there and watching games isn't a bad thing either that's one thing I've, i kind of like doing for for myself is watching a game and seeing how if a guy made a mistake okay if, if i can see that then okay i can put that into my own games as well so going just watching games doesn't Hurt like I wouldn't recommend going to an umpire uh, when you're in the stands and telling that they did something wrong because that's not really the way you should go about doing things. Because who the basically who the hell are you kind of deal, right? But it's uh, if, if you know the people, you know the guys, maybe have a conversation after a game. You know, mentors can be your peers, so there's nothing wrong with that and have and telling them what they did right, what they did wrong. And one thing we did last night before we kind of got into the uh, what we did wrong situation was ask the guys what they felt they did right, and they all had something that they, they thought that they did right, and it was good, like it was good, construction constructive criticism they know they did some things wrong but we try to you try to focus on the positive and not the negatives right so it's one of those things mentorship and, and the like can happen it can really help things out like it's it's crazy how you 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 think you got something right and it's 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 funny how umpire can be like i said you, there's there's times where you you think you got something right you know you got something right but for some reason there's a lot of people that are telling you you got it wrong maybe they're all wrong who knows i don't know but like there's just there's days where you just don't have those those uh those those you don't have it going for you. So self-evaluation every once in a while to toot to- 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 yourself down a little bit and get the, that humbling experience can be a good thing for an umpire because it'll, it'll only make you better, only make you stronger. And asking people what what you did right and what you did wrong can really help you out as an umpire on, on a nightly basis because we're not none of us are perfect. There's there's no getting around that. There's there's perfect games. Are we always in the best position? No. Are, are do we miss rotations? Yeah. Do we do we miss calls? 100%. Do we miss pitches? 100%. But the things that we can do to help each other out while we're on the field is so important to make sure you're getting these things right and doing, and doing things the proper way. Uh, Or when asked a question, why, why were you standing here? Why are you standing there? Uh, And not not being an asshole about things Uh, 23 minutes into this thing. It's my first swear word. I'm pretty proud of myself, but uh, when guys ask you why you're standing here, why you're standing there, give give giving an explanation as to why you were doing it. Um, That's a a perfect, that's the best way to do it. There's no reason to be a, to, to be an ass to your partners or to your fellow umpires. We're all just trying to get better. Uh, the biggest thing and one not the biggest thing one one of the other things you got to do is when you're when you're when you're talking to guys make sure you have a little bit of empathy and a little bit of uh, compassion I guess about how things are, are going because you never know what the uh, the situation might be you never know what might have happened at home that day or that night or, or what they're getting themselves into and some guys just don't have it between their uh, their, their ears I guess to to, to tell their partners hey I'm, I' something's going on I'm here to do the game but it's just one of those it's one of those things that you don't know uh, what everybody's getting down with with, right, so it's just important to make sure that you, you you know you're on the same page with your partner prior to go on the field. Like we talking about, uh, it's funny. Uh, I was just talking about you think you got this the, the call right. I, I mean, I know I got the call right, but on 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 Sunday I was doing a game and there's a pretty good crowd there. Uh, I'm Not going to say what league or whatever it was it doesn't much matter. But uh, there was a play at home plate, and the guy, guys. The, this was last Sunday. The guy still hasn't touched home plate, and it's five days later. So I, I kind of know I got that the, the call right. But the crowd they they got on my back a little bit but it's quite funny because the players who are around me, the, the two players from on the one team were telling the guy to slide the catcher, everybody else. They were, they were like, yeah, you got the call, right? I don't know what these people are, are, are getting crazy about. So it's just quite funny what the, what the crowd can see and what they, what they want is what they want to believe and what, what actually happened. were uh, were two different things, but it's just, it's funny how that goes about. So I knew I got that one right just by the reaction of the, uh, the players on the field. And that's the only thing that matters. What people behind me are yelling. I could care less about, but it's one of those things. It's just a, a funny thing. So, Make sure you're out there having a good time. Make sure you're having fun, and just take that deep breath. Sometimes take a few pitches. Don't worry about the about the little things that that can go on throughout a baseball game. Think about your timing. Think about your head height, head height, but don't make that your 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 sole focus in life. Will it help you? It might. Will it uh, get something else between yours that you you can't you 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 uh, are thinking about too much? It probably will. Well, there's, there's some guys that that's their that's their biggest focus is making sure those couple of things are 100% right the whole time, and they they miss the big pitch. And, and looking at things the, the, the right way. Um, just make sure you're, you're getting the calls right. And however you go about go around getting those calls right, that game in that moment, that's the most important thing. Not uh, how you look and how your uniform is. Make sure that always looks good. Don't get me wrong. But the thing is, is making sure that you get the calls right because the most important thing. You owe that to the, the players, the coaches, and the parents because, like I said, we're the only ones getting paid. Paid out there, and it's a, it's a tough thing to go when you you're paying good money for a tournament, and, you, and little Billy's getting called out because uh, the umpire is a sulking a little bit, is, is in bad position because they weren't hustling. So make sure you control the things you can control, but make sure you prioritize the things that you can control. There's some things that just don't matter, and make sure you're you're helping your partners out, and uh, make sure you find the, the, the right time to have those those conversations on or off the field, around your Yeti cooler to make sure you're uh, having a, a beverage after the game or or a cold cold up uh, water and stay hydrated it's another big thing too anyways i had a uh, funny story on friday night the, the opening uh, this one i can tell this was on a this one didn't affect the baseball game at all so i can kind of tell this story Um The WCBL, the season started here for us in Lethbridge on Friday night, and it was the eighth inning, I think it was, or top of the eighth or top of the ninth. I can't remember a whole bunch. Maybe this is why I can't remember a whole bunch, but the game was uh, 7-1 to or whatever it was. And uh, Lethbridge pitcher, a new guy came into the game, and one of the first pitches that he threw – uh, young Tegan Perano, the catcher for Lethbridge. He uh, said, this is a story he told me the next day, but anyways, he called one pitch, the pitcher threw another one, and this one came right, got a Rawlings right in the face because it uh curveball didn't curve or a slider didn't slide or whatever pitch it was supposed to. It was straight on, hit me right in the face. I was like, holy Christ, I didn't say that. I swore a little bit louder than that. I uh, had said, said some expletives, not towards anybody, but just uh, the, the frustration things. I wasn't, I wasn't swearing at players. I wasn't swearing at coaches. I was just swearing out of frustration and I had a good good chuckle with Gord, the trainer for the bulls uh shortly thereafter yeah i said it hit me in the F and face he's like yeah dude i know like i saw it I, I was there how you doing i wasn't concussed or anything else but it was a a funny little story that happened it's uh just right square in the beam. good thing i have a good mask and and everything else and good padding see who knows what could have been if i would have had a different different mask on my face but it was a fastball to the face and I, as the pitch is coming down the lane i know it only takes uh a, a, a quick second for a, for a pitch going that fast down the old pitcher's lane, but I kept thinking, Tegan put your hand up. Tegan put your hand up. Tegan's not going to put his hand up, and that thought, that thought process goes so quick, and no, he uh, he didn't put his hand up and catch that baseball, and he got me. He went for a little walk, gave me some time to vent a little bit, and then after the game, everybody else, like my family was here from British Columbia, and we went in the field, took some pictures. and they were a little concerned about my, my well-being, considering my concussion history uh, when I was a, a fledgling goaltender years and years ago. But I said, yeah, I'm just a dumb old, dumb old goalie from way back, so nothing can really bother me. I'm not making fun of people that get get concussions because you should take care of those if you do get one and, and look after that. But I, I felt fine shortly thereafter. And the, the adult beverage afterwards uh, tasted a little bit better after that game was all said and done. So that was night one of the, the WCBL for me. And things are going pretty well in the, in the league there. And it, we've got uh, games going on around here. at the league all, all season long. So make sure uh, wherever you are this week and listen to, for, or to the uh, the Hey Blue podcast tips and tr- tricks and everything Else we got going on. Uh, we had to we had our like I said, we had our Southern Over on our Association meeting last night. We came up with an idea, something I've been floating in my head a little bit. Uh, but now that we're going to take get it to fruition, the plans are starting to uh, work into place. Starting, we started, I started this morning on some things that we're going to try to uh, accomplish in the coming months. But the uh, I think it's the, the Labor Day weekend or something in September. I can't remember exactly what weekend it is. I'm fairly certain it's Labor Day, but we're going to have a weekend long clinic here in Lethbridge. It's going to be open for people right across this great land of ours. If you want to come from anywhere in the United States, we're going to have a clinic here. Uh, that's going to be a weekend long. We're going to be going over two, three-man mechanics. We're going to be going through the whole thing all weekend long. Live pitching, uh, live games, because there's a tournament here. A do- there's a few different levels of baseball that is being played that weekend, so we're going to have people doing live games if you want to get paid for the games or put it towards your tuition for the weekend. We're just working out the, the small details here, but the Central Umpire Association, we're going to be putting on a clinic We'll get it up on the Hey Blue podcast. We'll get it up on the websites everything else and the Facebook pages, but uh, it's in the preliminary stage right now. So it's going to be a, a very fast process. Try to get this thing going by September, but we have some ideas of things we want to do to grow umpire not only inside in Southern Alberta, but throughout Alberta and uh, and uh, Canada for, for that matter and uh, implement some baseball Canada things, implement some other things that uh, that can happen. Uh, but um it's one of those things that we'd, we're really going to try to to push here and, and to try to grow uh, umpires and grow, grow the the great game of umpiring and the sport of umpiring I guess what you want to call it and and get things going because it's very important that uh, to, to make sure we mentor and teach and monitor and and learn things ourselves like every nobody's nobody's perfect and every time you go in the field you might learn something and uh, and teach somebody something so that's something we're going to do it'll get the details out there for you guys and hopefully people out there from all across whoever listens to this show uh, the, the the hey blue podcast sponsored buy Yeti coolers there's a cheap plug again that's my third or fourth one in this one but make sure you guys will we'll get the details out there the prices and all that stuff hotels we, we got some plans in, in the work so it's, a, it's the first day of planning this thing but it's going to be a little bit of work but we, we look forward to doing it and this. Uh, Bit of learning rules was quite funny on uh, same different game this weekend. But uh, there was a pit a, a guy who come up to me and he's talking about the pitcher wearing sunglasses and how how do you allow that? This is the only F in league and the thing. And then my partner Brandon Oberg said there's no rules against wearing sunglasses and everything else. So it's uh, people are always learning things and players are always learning things and the rule book and, and everything else, right? So it's funny how some people are so so hell bent on what they, they they perceive as a rule, which isn't really a rule, and it's just quite funny the way things turn out. But anyways. That's the Hey Blue podcast sponsored by Yeti. Uh, go to Yeti Coolers uh, at Yeti.PXF/1420. It's on the screen if you watch this on on YouTube later on, or it's on. Uh, it'll be on the podcast on the show's notes on the podcast. So make sure you listen to that. We do have our own uh, site for the Hey Blue podcast. You don't got to go through all the other 1420 podcasts to uh, to listen to. But if you do, that'd be great as well. Uh, take take us into the dressing room. Take us on the roll with you. Listen to a few shows and uh, go, go from there. Also, if you want to be on the fourteen on the hey blue podcast talk about baseball talk about umpire and just let me know and we'll get you on here like okay, i'm pretty free through throughout the day uh most weekends are a little bit tough obviously because we're all on the field but at any point if you want get, to get on the hey blue podcast just let me know talk some umpire I can't wait to uh to reach out to some different umpires around the world but it's, it's always a uh, good to talk about this stuff and have a few laughs talk talk, talk about some some more stories but and I, I got one more tip umpires don't take your water bottles from Yeti or whatever it might be onto the field with you and have them on the fence and have them on the fence line. Maybe put them in the in the dugout and have the players or coaches or somebody bring them to you on the line. Because when you go to the when you, you go to the fence, you find a reason to start talking to people out there. Don't do that. It's just a pet peeve of mine. Do not take your own wall like don't take your own water bottles on the field. Try to leave them in the dugout. Leave them maybe in the ball bag or something because it's it's just a pet peeve of mine that people get a little bit chatty Kathy with the the fans and 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 other and coaches and players and things when they are on on the sidelines down the fence line keep your keep your water bottles away from everything try not to chat with people or leaning and you start leaning on the fence it just looks unprofessional doesn't look good it's a nitpicky thing it's just but one of my things that i i don't tend to do and i, I always ask the the, the other t- teams to get me a water bottle or put a water bottle in there or something but just don't uh, don't get outside the lines is what i'm trying to say anyways that's the hey blue podcast for this uh july or june the first 2023 have a great day folks have a great weekend on the field we'll talk to you soon and remember as always one call's good two calls are bad have a good weekend folks we'll talk to you guys again next week